بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحديث السادس والثلاثون عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال من نفس عن مؤمن كربة من كرب الدنيا نفس الله عنه كربة من كرب يوم القيامة ومن يسر على مؤسر يسر الله عليه في الدنيا والآخرة ومن سطر مسلما سطره الله في الدنيا والآخرة والله في عون العبد ما كان العبد في عون أخيه ومن سلك طريقا يلتمس فيه علما سهل الله له به طريقا إلى الجنة ومجتمع قوم في بيت من بيوت الله يتلون كتاب الله ويتدارسونه بينهم إلا نزلت عليهم السكينة وغشيتهم الرحمة وحفتهم الملائكة وذكرهم الله في من عنده ومن بطع به عمله لم يسرع به نسبه رواه مسلم بهذا اللفظ بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله I think you can, you can read the hadith in bits so that I, I explain as you, as you read. Uh, this hadith is reported by Abi Huraira Abdul Rahman bin Sakhr. Where he says, the Messenger says, a person who is going to help out a Muslim who has a problem in the world, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to help him out when he has a problem in the hereafter. A Muslim has a problem in the world, and you help him out with the problem that he has, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to help you out with the problems of the day of judgment firstly this hadith is an indication that there will be problems on the day of judgment and the problems on the day of judgment are much bigger than the problems that we have in the world the problems of the world are nothing usually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards you with something greater when you do something he multiplies the reward he multiplies it 100 times. He multiplies it up to 700 times. Many, many times. So when you help out someone with a problem in the world, the problems of the world are nothing compared to the problems on the day of judgment. What are some of the problems on the day of judgment? There is the problem of the scale. When people will have to bring their actions and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has to weigh their actions. And this is a massive problem. You could face a problem where your, your actions are simply not, not enough. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to weigh our good deeds against our bad deeds. He's going to put the bad deeds in one side of the scale and the good deeds on the other side. And this might be a problem and it is a problem for the majority of us. Because what we do for Allah is so little compared to the wrong things that we do which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden. This is one problem a, pe a person could face on the day of judgment. There is the problem of the sirat, the bridge that goes over Jahannam. 
crossing it is a massive, massive problem because the bridge is so small, as small as a strand of hair. And anyone who falls on that bridge falls into Jahannam. I don't think these are small problems. These are very big problems. What the Messenger وسلم, is trying to say is, if you can help out someone with a small problem in the world, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to help you with bigger problems on the day of judgment, and these are big, big problems. The difference between paradise and hell. And you remember we mentioned the story of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam when he came to Madian. وَجَدَ عَلَيْهِ أُمَّةً مِّنَ النَّاسِ يَسْقُونَ وَوَجَدَ مِن دُونِهِمْ مُرَأَتَيْنِ تَذُودَانِ قَالَ مَا خَطْبُكُمَا قَالَ تَا لَا نَسْقِي حَتَّى يُسْدِرَ الرِّعَاءِ وَأَبُونَا شَيْخٌ كَبِيرٌ People were drawing water from, from a well. And these ladies were struggling to get water from, from, from the well. Their father was an old man. He could not come to, to help them. And Musa alayhi salatu wasalam helped them to get water from the well. And what did he say after that? رَبِّ إِنِّي لِمَا أَنزَلْتَ إِلَيَّ مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَقِيرٍ My Lord, for this help which I've rendered, whatever good you're going to give me, I'm in dire need of it. And we don't need to talk about what help Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. So helping someone is actually helping yourself. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically talks about يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ which is going to be a situation much more difficult than any situation in which you might find a person in the world. So make it a habit of helping a Muslim who has a problem, whatever problem he has. It could be a heavy load that he cannot carry. Help him to carry it. It could be financial problems. Help a Muslim. And we mentioned it in the, in the hadith uh, 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 that we read previously. We said, La uh, yakhdulhu. He should not neglect him. He should not neglect helping him. Any Muslim that has a problem must be helped. Then he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, In this case, Allah does not talk only about Akhirah in the second one. He says, if a person is going to make it easy for a person who is facing difficulties, like a person who's failed to pay, he owes someone some money and the person decides to make it easy for him and says, you will pay me when you have the money because your condition is a difficult condition. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to make it easy for him fit dunya in the world and in the hereafter. Obviously, some people owe you money. They got money from you and they have to pay you back, right? But there is no person that does not owe anyone anything in the world. We all, you know, like need to pay someone somehow. Some people may owe you money. You may say this one has my 500, that one has my, 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 my 600, but you also owe some people. And sometimes it becomes difficult for you to pay. For example, the house you stay in is not your house. It belongs to someone else. You owe the person. You have to pay your rent. So if I go to someone who owes me money and he tells me what problems he has and I say, my brother, it's all right. When you have the money, you're going to pay me. And when I reach home, I find my landlord also waiting for me. He wants his money. And I think I expect the same favor. 
When I say, ah, sorry, I know it's the end of the month, but I don't have the money yet. What, what, what am I looking for? I want him to say, all right, when you get the money, you can come and pay me. We all have somewhere we have to pay. And we have people who owe us. If we want to be treated nicely by the people we have to pay, then we should treat nicely those people who owe us. That is the principle. You know, for some people, just because the landlord has put him in, in trouble, he decides the one who owes him is also going to be in trouble until he pays. When the landlord says, ah, but you, you have to pay today, they say, ah, Fulan, Ahmad, today will also see. Ahmad, you have to give me my money today. I'm not leaving this place until you pay me. Why? Because he is in trouble. Yes, sir, Ali. Make it easy for him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to make it easy for you. So that is the way life is. You lend some people some money, and you owe some people some money, or there are certain debts that you need to, to, to settle. We have children who, who go to school, right? And we have to pay their school fees, all right? So if the schools behaved the way we behave, you have to give me. And the moment the money is due, obviously when the children open schools, I think the money, it means the money is due. Not so. Yeah, when they open schools, it means the money is due. It means you have to pay, right? But do they, do they chase our children the very first day they, they, they report at school? No, they don't. Until it becomes too much, right? One week, two weeks, it's, ah, no, no, this, this is getting out of, out of hand. All right. So what do we expect? We expect a favor at, at school. You tell the child, you tell them that daddy said the money will be ready next week. The child will go there and say, teacher, daddy said the money will be ready next week. And you expect them to give you some time. But you do the same for other people. All right? Do the same for other people. If they say the money is going to be ready next week, you should, should also be able to understand that way. And this is a promise. It's Allah's promise. If you will do that, I will also make it easy when it comes to the people that you owe. It means you won't face trouble anymore. Who, who controls the, the hearts of people? It's Allah, right? So if, if someone owes me and I go, then, oh, brother, it's all right. Then Allah tells my landlord, I just... Give him some time. Allah changes my, 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 my landlord's mind. But if I'm bad to other people, I find my landlord sitting in, in my sitting room. He says it has to be today or I'm locking the house. Do such things happen? No, they do happen. He locks the house and puts the key in the, in the pocket. There's, yeah, there's someone who told me uh, he didn't pay the landlord only one week. Just, just one week. You know what the landlord did? He, he came with, I don't know, is, is it a key blocker, whatever they call it? Yeah, he put it there in the lock and, and locked it. When the guy comes with his key, he tries to open it, can't open. So he goes to the landlord, ah, there's, there's a problem with the lock. He said, no, there's no problem, I've put something in there. You can't open until, until you pay. So if a person has a problem, give him time. And Allah says in the Quran, in uh, uh, the, the ayat that we did in, in Tafsir, وَإِن كَانَ ذُو عَسْرَةٍ فَنَذِرَةٌ إِلَى مَيْسَرَةٍ Then he says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, After the Adhan, inshallah.
Naam. Waman satara muslima whoever covers up the faults or mistakes of a Muslim, Allah is going to also hide his mistakes or faults on the day of judgment. Now we know the hadith of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Kullu bani Adam khatta. All the children of Adam make mistakes. There isn't a single person in the world that is protected from making mistakes. Everyone sins, everyone makes a mistake and different people have different weaknesses. Alright? Different people have different weaknesses. Someone's weakness might be uh, maybe riba, backbiting. Someone else's weakness is going to be um, another type of ma'asiyah. But at the end of the day, all of us make mistakes. Alright? And because we all make mistakes and no one is protected except the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when someone makes a mistake today, we know obviously we're also going to make a mistake tomorrow. That you should expect. It is someone today, but it will be you tomorrow. You can only be 100% sure that you do not need to be covered or you do not need your mistakes to be hidden when you get the guarantee from Allah that you cannot make a mistake. And I don't think there is any person that has such a guarantee. So when someone is at fault today, someone has done something bad today, remember, I might do something worse tomorrow. And what do I expect from the community? I expect the community to cover up my mistake and hide it. So in the same way, I need to cover up for my brother and hide his mistake. So man satara musliman, whoever covers the faults of a Muslim, satarahu Allah, Allah is going to cover his faults, fi dunya, in the world, wal akhirah, and in the hereafter. There is another hadith in which the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, if you start following the private lives of people in order to find fault in their private lives, in order to expose them to people, Allah is also going to follow your private lives and he is going to expose your secrets even if they are inside the house. The moment you start following people's lives in order to find mistakes in their lives and expose them to the people, Allah is also going to take a keen interest in everything that you do secretly. And Allah is going to expose you even if the mistake is happening deep inside your house. And that is the sunnah of the world. That is the way Allah treats us. You find people who are fond of talking about other people and exposing them and talking about the things that they did. There comes a time when Allah exposes them and strips them naked so that everyone knows their deep secrets and all the mistakes that they make. And we know everyone makes mistakes because Rasulullah has told us that all the children of Adam make mistakes. Allah has been merciful to, to all of us. We cannot say we, we didn't make mistakes, that's why we are respectable in the society. That would be a lie. If anyone says I'm respected in society because I never make mistakes and I've never make a, uh, made a mistake, then that person is a liar. Everyone knows they make mistakes, but Allah has been kind. Allah has not exposed those mistakes. But if a person is in the habit 
of looking for faults in, in people and going to talk about them, making the world know about it, in the world, Allah is going to expose him. And in the hereafter, on the day of judgment, Allah is going to expose him. There's another hadith that says Allah is going to call his believing slave and say to him, he will count for him. You remember that day? Well, what you did? No one saw you and no one heard about it. Then the other time, this is what you did. No one saw you and no one heard about it. And the other time, this is what you did. No one saw you, no one heard about it. Because I covered these things for you. I hid them in the world. And even today, I'm going to hide them. I'm not going to tell anyone, go to paradise. In the same way, I covered you up. I covered for you in the world. I'm covering for you now. I'm not going to tell people what you did. You know, when you're standing in, in front of Allah, and Allah is reading out everything that people did, when you think about, about your issues, and when Allah reads them out in front of people, you, you know what a shame it's, it's going to be. Now, can you imagine the situation where Allah just says, Fulan, okay, you thinking, ah, that, that zina for that day now is going to be, to be read out. And he says, ah, for you, no, I see nothing here. Please go to, to paradise. Subhanallah. But people need that from you. All right. They need that from you. Sometimes someone does something and you're the only person who knows about it. They need you. They need you to hide it. But what, we do, uh, what do we do most of the time? We, we disappoint them. We, we expose them. So the Messenger says, وَمَنْ سَتَرَ مُسْلِمًا Whoever hides the faults of a Muslim, سَتَرَهُ اللَّهُ Allah is going to hide his faults. فِي dunya in the world, وَالْآخِرَةَ and on the day of judgment, as if, as if he didn't do that. Naam. وَاللَّهُ فِي And Allah is at the service of a servant. Helping him all the time. Ma kana al-abd if the servant fi awni akhihi is helping his brothers. Allah is going to continue to help you if you are going to help your brothers. What it means is the moment you stop helping your brothers, Allah is going to stop helping you. Everyone in the world is Allah's slave. Allah created them. And Allah wants you to be merciful to them. Hiding someone's secret, that's, that's a service, isn't it? Yeah, it is a service. And it's difficult to, to keep quiet about something, especially something interesting. I think you know that. Someone does something shocking to, to just keep it to yourself. You know, it's like itchy. Sometimes you think, ah, this is too big. Let me, let me just share it with at least my wife only. Just my wife. No one else is going to know. Hey, my wife, you know, today I'm shocked. What happened to my husband? Hey. That imam I trust so much. Hey. And colors. It's difficult, isn't it? It's, it's very difficult. You only feel relieved once 
you've told a few people. Uh, even say, yeah, I feel like I feel like it's a burden on my heart. You know, it's it's a burden. I can't I can't continue carrying this burden in in my heart. I need I need to share it with someone. But if you can overcome that and do your brother a service, it's a service, isn't it? You resist all that temptation and do him a favor. Subhanallah, Allah should be able to help you as well. They are Allah's slaves. And Rasulullah said, Irham man fil ard. Have mercy on those who are on earth. Yarhamukum man fil sama. The one in heaven is also going to have mercy on you. Have pity on the one on earth. And the one in heaven is going to have pity on you. So when you continue to help a Muslim, you continue to help your brother, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to continue to help you. And for me, it's, it's just my observation. And this is, this is what I've seen. It's, it's my experience. The most generous of people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps giving them even, even more for their generosity. When a person is generous, when a man is generous, he gives a lot to, to people. Allah simply opens the doors of, 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 of risk for him. When he renders a service, Allah renders him a greater service. Stingy people, subhanAllah, they have what they have, but uh, Allah, Allah is never generous to them, never as generous as he is to the people who exercise generosity. Sadaqa has never decreased the amount of money. Money never becomes less because of sadaqa. In fact, it, it increases. Subhanallah. Um, just one more line. What, 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 one more line. Uh, I think that's, that's a long one. Let's, uh, let's take that one, inshallah, in, in our next uh, muhadara. We stop the hadith here. You, you have a question? No, just, just one question because we only have one minute before salah. The, the, the places where Allah says, Man satara musliman, Wallahu fi awnil abd, ma kan al abd fi awni akhihi, akhihi al muslim. Allah is talking about Muslims, but this should be extended even to people who are not Muslims. But the Muslim, awla, is more deserving. In everything, the way Islam is, everything we do should be extended to non Muslims, but the Muslim is much more deserving. So when we say, when you, sorry, your family, yeah, if, if they're not Muslims, everything, the Muslim is more deserving. Uh, we'll read at the end of the hadith, We'll talk about family at, at the end of the hadith. But the Muslim is more deserving. If two people approach you, one is a Muslim, the other one is a non-Muslim, and you only have one thing with which to help them, you give it to a Muslim. The Muslim is more deserving. Naam. Yes, but you see, a Muslim, the problem is that major without a Muslim. So you go for the Muslim and you the, 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 the problem is what? The helping part. Uh. The, the non-Muslim, mm. he or she has got a big problem. Mm. It needs to be solved. Yeah. No, I'm talking about all things being equal, all right? Everything being equal, help the Muslim before the non-Muslim. Considering all things being, being equal, the Muslim is much more deserving than the non-Muslim. A person who kills a Muslim 
and one who kills a non-Muslim, they're both killers. But which one is worse? The one who killed a Muslim. وَمَنْ قَتَلَ مُسْلِمًا مُتَعَمِّدًا فَجَزَاؤُهُ جَهَنَّمْ خَالِدًا فِيهَا وَغَضِبَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَلَعَنَهُ وَأَعَدَّ لَهُ عَذَابًا عَظِيمًا A person who, uh, 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 for example, backbites a Muslim and one who backbites uh, a non-Muslim, they're both guilty of sin, but this one is worse because he's backbiting a Muslim. So Islam, always put Islam first. Islam should always be first. All things being equal, render your help to a Muslim. All things being equal, uh, 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 protect a Muslim. All things being equal, respect a Muslim more because of his La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That's why if, if I had a member of my family who is not uh, 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 a Muslim and I have other people who are not members of my family, yet they are Muslims, they are more deserving than those uh, 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 who belong to my family who are not Muslims. In the same way that Rasulullah loved Bilal more than his uncle Abu, uh, 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 Abu Lahab. He loved Bilal more. If Rasulullah was asked to render help, who would he give it to? Abu Lahab or Bilal? He would give it to Bilal. But Bilal is a black man and he's a slave from Ethiopia. The Messenger doesn't care. It's about the Islam. Alright? If you had a daughter, and, and a poor Muslim comes to marry her, and a very rich non-Muslim, who, who would you give? Uh, be sincere, who would you give? SubhanAllah, alhamdi, subhanakallah, alhamdi,